Thank you so much for tuning in the podcast of the PG Fellowship Church in Buffalo Valley, Tennessee. Let's join Pastor Michael Waters for the message. We've had eight saved in, in just shy of four months, and I'm telling you, that, that is uh, awesome numbers. Where I come from, the Lord is richly blessed here at PG, at Pleasant Grove Fellowship, and I just thank Him this morning. You know, the songs of His Son this morning was Surrender. I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, hey, the foundational truths of God. I believe this morning. I'm telling you what, and, and the songs of the Son go right with the message this morning. I'm looking forward to jumping into the Word of God this morning and seeing what He has for us. And uh, I'm telling you, it just has blessed my heart this morning. And I've been praying for all You know, the, the, this morning's message is on discipleship. And I'm telling you, I'm challenging each one of you here this morning. Be a disciple for Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, put faith to action this morning. That's the title of the message this morning. Faith to action this morning. That we would live out what we say we are. That we would... We would consider, because when we get saved, when we get born again, I mean, we're laying down our will and picking up His will. And that's about as simplistic as it gets there. We'll be in uh, the book of Acts. I've studied all week and and prayed, and, and I, I didn't know what I would be preaching on until... Uh, Friday, and I, I felt really impressed that the Lord would, that, you know, I brought up last week about Philip, Philip the apostle, or, you know, one of the deacons, and uh, he preached and was full of the power of God, and he did so much for the Lord, and he went down to the Ethiopian that was in the carriage and, and led him to the Lord, and, and I, I briefly brought that up, and it was like, uh, I couldn't get away from it all week. I Friday, I knew that's what I'd be sharing with you, and in uh, saying that, I, I was praying, and, and it just seemed so fitting. It's like the Lord just showed me a picture three weeks ago, salvation class. Last week, two weeks ago, salvation. Last week was was the baptismal class, and and uh, baptism, and then this week is is being a disciple for Jesus Christ, and and I mean, it just like the Lord just laid it out there, and. Well, we're going to be in the book of Acts, chapter 8. Let me get to the right spot or we'll be reading a different message. Man, I think our musicians this morning and, and uh, those that sing, and man, it just blessed my heart this morning. Uh, just the move of God, so mighty, those on the altar. I, I just... I'm saying this morning, all hum, I am thankful to be here. I am thankful to be a part of PG. I'm thankful to be a part of what God's doing here. It's just, it, it's, it's awesome, church, and uh, I really mean that. But in Acts chapter 8, we'll be at verse 26. And the Bible says, And the angel of the Lord spoke unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goes down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, or Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and he went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had, charge, who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. 
and was returning and sitting in his chariot, and he read Isaiah the prophet. And when the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join yourself to his chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read of the prophet, the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? Question mark. And he said, the Ethiopian said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And the place of the scriptures where he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before the shears. So opened not his mouth and in humiliation his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life was taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaks this prophet or the prophet this of himself or some other man. Then Philip opened up his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain, uh, certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What does hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and he said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch. And he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord called away Philip. Uh, that uh, the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found in Asotos. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Heavenly Father, this morning, Lord God, I bow down humbly before you this morning, God, just to reverence, God, that you are the God, the only God, Heavenly Father. And I appreciate, God, your spirit we feel here this morning, God, that you would see fit uh, that the Holy Spirit would come down. I believe the Word says, Heavenly Father, you inhabit the praise of your people. And this morning, Heavenly Father, I'm thankful this morning that we're in pure praise this morning. I'm thankful, Heavenly Father, there's people here, God, uh, that is in right standing with you, uh, that's seeking your face. And and you're a faithful God. You're faithful and true is what it says over and over and over again in the book of Revelations. You're faithful and true. And I thank God that my God is faithful and true to me. I'm thankful this morning, Lord God, for this message, this scripture, Heavenly Father. I pray this morning, Lord God, that you touch each and everyone's heart. I pray that you pass through the aisles, Heavenly Father. That, Lord God, that you discharge us, Lord God, to live more holy and righteous unto thee, God. To live out what we call ourselves Christian, Christ-like this morning. And be a disciple faith in action lord god i love you with all my heart god all my being body mind and soul heavenly father i praise you this morning in jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen, amen. thank you lord <clears throat> so i got to uh, this may be a little slow this morning but i studied this Seeking the Lord, and, and Philip here, a man of God. It says over here in, in Acts, and I read this about three weeks ago, but it says over in Acts chapter 6, it says, It is a reason that we should not leave the word of God and serve tables. This is talking about the apostles' word, brethren. Look you out among you, seven men of honest report and full of the spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business 
But we have given ourselves continually to prayer in the ministry of the word. And this saying pleased the whole multitude. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip. So we find here, according to the scriptures, and the Bible says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. We find out that scripture is true, amen, that we believe that. If you're born again, you believe that the scripture of God is true. And by this, we believe that Philip, amen, was a man full of the spirit of God. And you can go over here uh, right after this a little bit, and you can find out this, that he was preaching Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, I tell you what Paul said to the inspiration of the spirit of God. He said, for we preach Christ. And him crucified. Amen. That's what he said in 1 Corinthians 1.23. And uh, 1.18 he said, For the preaching of the cross is foolish to them that perish, but us that are saved. It is the power of God. And so we see here that Philip, if you're a man after God's own heart, hey, there's no other message, there's no other foundation but Jesus Christ. He's the one that saves us. He's the one that we get baptized into. Amen. And, the, and that shed blood on Calvary. Amen. And we find out right here that Stephen, <laughs> faith into action. You know what? Stephen had a starting place. Amen, Every one of you had a starting place oh, in the Lord. Yeah. Every one of us did. Faith into action. And I've said this. We all know what faith is. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Amen. It's something that we can't see, but we trust the one who said it. Yeah. We believe in the one who, hey, hey, that's going to bring it to pass. Amen. Oh. And faith, the acronym for faith. And I've said this before. Forsake all, I trust him. Yeah. And that, hey, we've got to do that. Amen. We've got to trust in Jesus Christ in every aspect of our life. Amen. So we find here, and this is what I want to get to, that Stephen, I could just see him doing his daily administration, what he was normally doing, and the Bible said, an angel of the Lord come to him, and I said, rise and go. Arise and go. See, when the Spirit of God speaks to you, He's already got a plan for you. Amen. See, there's already a place that you need to be. Amen. He's got something in store for you, and on the opposite side of the spectrum. Amen. amen. So number one, we need to be Listening to the Spirit of God. How do we know the Spirit of God? How can we listen to the Spirit of God? How can we put faith into action and know that the Spirit of God is talking to us? The Bible says there's many sounds in the world. There's many voices in the world. There's many spirits. It says try the spirits. Amen. So how do we know? How do we know it's God speaking to us? Number one... I'm telling you, we need to be on our knees praying. Amen. Come on. We need to have a prayer life. I heard a report uh, there at the, see, Monterey had a revival going on Friday night and Saturday night. Amen. And there was some souls saved. That's what preaching of the cross will do. And when anointing shows up and the loss is there, I mean, it'll quicken hearts. Amen. Boy, ain't that so precious. I mean, you get to think about that, church. We're none good, not no, not one of us. I, I mean, I'm telling you what, to the purest that could ever be, you come short of the glory of God. And that's the reason there's preaching the cross. That's the reason the Bible said it behooved Jesus Christ, our Savior. It behooved Him. It moved Him. Amen. It brought joy that He should suffer and die and resurrect. Amen. On the third day for you, for me, for each one of us here this morning. He said over in Hebrews chapter 12, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. I don't see no joy in that. Hey, hey, but I tell you what, he done it because the love of the Father and the love he had, hey, for you and me this morning, that he would bear the cross all the way to Calvary, my friend. So we see Philip here. He had a starting place. 
Somebody had to get a hold of him. It takes discipleship. He said over in Matthew 28, go into all the world. He said, I love this, back up a verse. He said, all power, yes. all power has been yes. given unto me that is in heaven and in earth. I'm telling you what, that's Jesus Christ making a proclamation. Amen. He, he won over death, hell, and the grave. Oh, death, where is thy victory? Oh, hey, oh, grave, where is thy sting? Amen. He could say that. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. And he goes, I want you to go out into all the earth and teach the gospel. And baptizing them in the name of Jesus Christ and the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. I want you to go out and teach all. That's God's plan. See, because I tell you what, say this bench right here, there's four saved, discipled, they're mature in the Lord. Now it ain't just me going out. Now it's Brother Larry, it's his wife, it's Danny, and it's Lester. How many can five get, amen? How many can this church get if we just obey the word of the Lord and we go out them doors and we share the glorious gospel, amen? See, Philip, we got to recognize the voice of God. You know how you recognize the voice of God? Spending time with God. Ain't that pretty simple this morning? That's real simple this morning. But sometimes this flesh gets in the way. But spending time with God on our knees in prayer, reading this precious gospel right here. It said in 2 Timothy 2.15, to study, to show thyself approved. A workman need not to be ashamed, but rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I mean, I'm thinking about Philip here, a mighty man of God. The Bible doesn't say he was full of the Spirit. They chose seven men that would be full of the Spirit of God. God's still choosing men and women today to be full of His Spirit of God. Amen, that we would go out and take the Word, amen, and put it inside of our hearts. I mean, you know how you put it inside your heart? You study to show yourself approved. You read that Word, you study the Word, you get it inside of you, amen. See, when Jesus was... Teach to him in the book of John. He said, I want you to eat of my flesh. I want you to drink my blood. And they said, this is a hard saying. And many that day went away. Many that disciples went away that day, the Bible says. Because sometimes that word of God is sweet as honey. And sometimes it's bitter. But I can see Philip here, a mighty man of God, been preaching. He goes, we started there in and uh, uh, verse 26 there, the eighth chapter, you go previous to that, he went preaching there in all the cities round about. I mean, miracles, signs, and wonders. And God said that in the book of Luke and Matthew that they would follow. And we see this right here. And then the Spirit of God speaks to him. And the Bible said he rose up. That's somebody that's, that trusts in the Lord God. I'll tell you this morning, I'm not always hated to the voice of God. He spoke to me and I've sat down on him. I've quenched the Spirit of God. I heard, heard a man this week said he's quenched the Spirit of God. And if I asked everybody to raise a hand, probably everybody here would raise both. We've done it more than once. Let's not do that. Let's not quench the very... See, this Ethiopian here might not have got saved unless Philip was hating to the Spirit of God. You know what I like? This is the kind of people at PG that I want. It said that Philip heard that the, the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, verse 26. Verse 27 said, and he arose and went, praise God. Verse 30 said, verse 29 said, the Spirit said unto Philip, how many knows that the Spirit talks to you? Amen. 
Sometimes he speaks to your heart's door. Sometimes he speaks to you by the word of God. Sometimes I've had him speak to me through other men and women of God that's close to God. This is what I like, verse 30. And Philip ran thither to him. Are, are, are we in such a relationship with Jesus Christ when he speaks? We're willing to drop what we're doing and get up and run to do what he's bidding us to do. I mean, with such enthusiasm that we want to, hey, share the glorious gospel, amen. See, Philip here, see, when we get in them situations sometimes that God puts us in, it's because you got something on the inside to help that person. See, we have to study and get it on the inside. See, when he got with this Ethiopian, the Ethiopian had some questions, didn't he? He said, who is this? How can I understand the word of God? Who's he talking about? Is he talking about himself or some other prophet? See, if, we don't, if we're not saved, see, the Bible's is spiritually written and must be spiritually discerned. Amen. There might be a few things you can figure out, but you won't understand the, the entirety of Scripture unless we're born again, got the Spirit living on the inside. Amen. The Bible says right here... <laughs> That he had some questions. How many knows? How many's ever witnessed, been a disciple for the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you ever went out in the highways and hedges? It talks about in, cha in Luke chapter fourteen, verse like twenty-five through thirty-three. Just prior to that, it talks about there was a, a wedding feast being given. There's a wedding feast, and he bid all these people to come, and the Bible said that nobody came. So he told his servants to go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. Have you ever went out and discipled for the Lord Jesus Christ, went out and shared the gospel? You've got to have something on the inside. You've got to have something on the inside. You've got to have some scripture. You've got to have something to tell them. You've got to have something to show them. I'm telling you, a lot of, a lot of churches use the Romans road, and uh, I think it's a good, <laughs> that's a good process. I agree with it. But... You know what they do in that when they get the scripture out and get somebody and witness somebody? I've never, and I'll say this, I've never met somebody for the first time meet them and they get saved. I, I've never been blessed, fortunate to do that. I know Larry and others have. I've never been fortunate to do that. I've worked with people and see them get saved, but I've never, the first time I meet them and, and get to lead them to the Lord. Philip here, first time he met the Ethiopian, he led him to the Lord. But you have to have some scripture inside of you. That, you have to let them read it. The Bible says here that the Ethiopian was already reading. See, he'd done been to Jerusalem worshiping Jehovah, Yahweh, but he didn't know how to get to him. It's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about Jesus. He said, how can I understand what I'm reading Except some man should guide me. That's, that's all you this morning. That's born again. That your name's been recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. That we could go out to the world and guide them. I see a few empty seats here this morning. That we'd go out and we would share the gospel and compel them to come in. That we'd allow them to come in. Disciple them. You know what I urge every... The Bible says over in the book of Titus chapter 2. It said that the aged men would teach the younger men. And that the aged women would do likewise. They teach the younger women. That's a commandment. That's something that he wants us to earnestly do. And I would, we've seen a whole line, just shy, we had 18 people, but there was some not here this morning. We've seen a whole line from 
here, all the way up, all age groups. Let's jump in there behind them. Let's support them. Let's encourage them in the Lord. Let's disciple them. Amen. You know what? There was a time in my life where I got saved. I had a mom and dad praying for me. They was trying to show me the way, amen. There was a time in my life, hey, hey, when there was people at the church I was going to when I was lost, they spent some time. You know how you disciple? You pick somebody out loud, the Lord to show you because he'll most definitely tell you, amen. Hey, and if you'll listen, if you've got spiritual discernment, he'll tell you, you can listen, and you go apply some time in their life, amen. Hey, show them you care for them. Show them that what's on the inside, you got it from him, amen. Amen, brother. And we'll win some people over. We'll show them there's a better way, brother. There's a better way, and it's Christ's way. What if Stephen here wasn't sensitive to the Spirit of God? What if he didn't have this, the Scriptures in him? See, when God was calling him on this side, you can read and study the Word, and it's not just here. I mean, when Peter was on the housetop praying, and he's had the vision and seen hey, the, the, the beast come before him, he said, no, I'm not going to kill neither of them, Lord. See, as that leader had sent people over to grab Peter, the Holy Spirit was done working on the other side. Amen. Just like right here, the Holy Spirit was done working on the other All side, right. was done working on this man's heart. He was digging in scriptures, but he didn't understand it. The Bible said all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, and it's profitable, profitable. We all love profit, amen. It's profitable for doctrine. See, see, the spiritual man and the physical man, I told Brother Larry this yesterday. We was talking for a few minutes, and it's in the Mary and Martha book, the women that study in that. See, the difference between physical hunger and spiritual hunger, physical hunger, we have hunger pains. And we know it, and we'll go grab something to eat, and it suffices them hunger pains. They go away. We don't have spiritual hunger pains. You know how you know that you're starving to death? When you get a dose of Jesus. When you eat some of Jesus. When you spend some time with him and he feels on the inside, then you realize just how short, how much we need a him. And I tell you what, you can eat you feel with Jesus. You can spend as much time, you can grow as deep and as far in Jesus and if we would do that, the church house would be full. Amen, we'll be pulling chairs out. Amen. The church house will be full. Because <laughs> we need some more men and women like Philip. I need to be more like Christ-like. Each one of us do. This is a charge this morning to be a disciple. What is a disciple? Falling after Jesus. Amen. Falling after the teachings of Jesus. Making other disciples, amen. You know what? Can I tell you what? I had an elderly family, a man and his wife, my old pastor before my last pastor. <clears throat> they seen something in me and my wife. They seen something in us. See, that's the sermon of the Spirit. It's, it's seeing something inside that person and willing to spend some time. They spent every week, every Tuesday, Unless they were sick, we'd spend an hour to three hours together every single week for 10 years studying the Word of God. Studying the Bible. Just a good old-fashioned Bible study. Not dictated by denomination, just what the studying the Word of God. That's investing in somebody. Look what they've done. What are we doing? Are we investing, Jeremiah, in... And people around us, are we sharing with them the word of God? Man, I'm telling you, it's, it's sweet. 
That word of God, hey, it'll, it'll move mountains, the Bible says. Amen. Amen. It'll be your pre very present help in time of trouble. Amen. Philip knew this. He was sold out. I'm challenging each one of you this morning to be sold out for Christ. <laughs> Go witness for Christ. It's worth it, church. Could you imagine getting to heaven and somebody coming up and hugging your neck and because you planted a seed, I am here. Because you wasn't ashamed of his name and you shared Jesus Christ, I'm here. I had a dear brother the other day, a couple weeks ago, give me a set of scripture, Luke, Luke 14, 25 through 33, the cost of discipleship. He never knew that I'd bring it up in a message probably. I got the re it says that we would hate brother, sister, mother, father. And it don't mean literally hate them. It means get our priorities right. We put Jesus Christ up at the top. Amen. And everything else, if we but seek you first, the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, he would add all things unto us. If we get our priorities right, if we put Jesus Christ first in our life. It says, don't you know when you go to lay a foundation, you count the cost of it? Don't you go when you go build a tower, you count the cost of it? Don't you know when you're a king and you're going to go out? It gives three examples there. That if you're going to go out with 10,000 men and fight an army with 20,000 men, see whether or not you can win. See whether or not you can finish the tower. See whether or not you can finish the building and not just stop at the foundation. We've got to count the cost. It says that we would pick up his cross and bear his cross. That's laying down my will. But you know what the blessed thing is, and I'm going to close with this. If we line up with God and His Word, we'll, we'll start getting our will, because our will will be His will. Our will will start being His will, because we've matured and grown. The Bible says over there, I believe it's in Corinthians, that we'd be weaned off the milk. Actually, it's in Isaiah chapter 28. We'd be weaned off the milk, and we would learn line upon line and precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. This has been more of a pastoral message this morning to encourage each one to grow in your fellowship with the Lord and grow with one another here at PG. That we would take what's on the inside, what's on the heart, what we've studied, we would apply it, put faith into action. Action, action is simply moving, putting it into motion. That we would do that. If they come up and play this morning... Bible says there as they're getting ready that as he was preaching to him Jesus, Philip was preaching to the Ethiopian about Jesus. The Ethiopian must have looked out of the carriage window and said, here is water. I want to be baptized. And he said, if you believe that Jesus Christ is, and he said, I believe. And he was baptized. But the blessed part is the Bible said after he came up out of the water, the spirit called away Philip. And the Bible said that the Ethiopian man went away rejoicing. See, when you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, you can go away rejoicing. Oh. Because, hey, you'll be bouncing. You're, you'll be lighter because he takes everything from your heart. He takes a heavy load this morning. If they go ahead and play. As they play softly, I'm going to read this this morning. It's in Revelations. 
Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all you who are heavy and laden down. He said, I'll give you rest. He said, For my yoke is easy. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I'll give you rest to my souls. And, you know, over there in Psalms 51, after that David had been with Bathsheba and, and done the gross sin there in the book of Samuel, the Spirit of God, true repentance, getting right with God, he wrote Psalms 51. And he said in there in Psalms 51, he said, Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Then he goes on to say, Lord, don't take your spirit from me. Then he goes on to say a little further. He said, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I'm telling you what this morning. You may be let down because you've quenched the Spirit of God so many times that you've not discipled and witnessed and done the things that God has laid on your heart. Hey, this morning is the morning that things could change in your life and that He could restore the joy of your salvation. Maybe this morning you've just sinned uh, and done so many things this morning that ain't fitting to the Word of God uh, and you feel like the Spirit of God is so far from you. Hey, David said that it ain't out of blood and, and bullocks and, and giving sacrifice, but it's of the heart, my friend. He's, the sacrifice of God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. He said over in Hebrews in chapter 13, He said, By Him, therefore, let's offer up the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips, giving glory to His name. Are you giving praise and glory this morning? If you've got sin in your heart, you can't have pure praise this morning. I told my wife this yesterday. I said, you know what I love about Fiji? They may be some people that's messing up and got some sin in their life. Huh? But when it comes time to hey, be in the church house, huh? then we lay it down at the altar. We have a pure spirit of praise. Huh? And there's people raising their hands up for Jesus. The Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. Amen. The invitation this morning says over in Revelation chapter 22, it says, And the Spirit and the Bride... Say, come, and let him who hears come, and let him who thirsts come, and whosoever will, let him come and take of the water that's expensive. No, I don't say that. Come and take of the waters freely. You know, you can tread in the waters this morning. As they play, and he's getting ready to sing here just in a second. I'd ask that you search your heart, that you can come up, and you can sup with Jesus. He's got a table spread this morning. And he's inviting. He was on the cross of Calvary going like this. And if you're lost here this morning, you can be complete in Christ. If you're backslidden this morning, you can have it all washed away. You can be in right standing. Or, this is every one of us, if you just want more of him, you can come down and sup at the table with Jesus. The Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's knocking at the heart's door. Would you come? He said, It's free this morning. Go ahead, brother.
and yet his eyes are watching me. The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I. the face the raging seas the anchor holds in spite of the storm I've had vision and I I've even held them in my hands But I never knew They would slip right through Like they were only grains of sand. The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sail are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas. The anchor holds in spite of the storm. And I have been young, but I'm older now. And there has been beauty these eyes have seen. But it was in That's where God proved His love to me. The anchor holds, though the ship's been battered. The anchor holds, though the sail. Oh
Enjoy your day in the Lord. Tell somebody about Jesus. Invite them to church next week. Heavenly Father, Lord, it's been an honor and a privilege, Lord, to be in your house today, Father. Lord, it's a privilege to serve you, Heavenly Father, Lord. And Lord, we're so grateful, Lord, for uh, Jesus, your precious Son, who gave his life, who shed his blood. For us, that we could have life, Father God, and have it more abundantly, Father. Lord, we just pray, Heavenly Father, that you'll touch each and every one here today, Father God, as we know that you have, Lord. And, and Father, we pray that nobody would leave your house here lost, Lord, and undone, or, or needing anything, Lord, because, Lord, we know that you're the great physician, Father God, Lord, uh, Heavenly Heavenly Father, you're the healer, Lord, and, and you're our Savior, Lord, and, and you're our everything, Heavenly Father, Lord. And Father, we just pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you'll uh, uh, bring us back at the next appointed time, Father, and, and just uh, uh, keep your hand on each and every family here, each and every one, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, Lord, we ask these things. Amen. Amen.